The personal is always political and the political is always personal. You're tuned in to Poppin' Policies with R. Jordan Davis. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Poppin' Policies Podcast with your host, R. Jordan Davis. I have my good friend here with me, Ariana, to talk about all things politics and self-care and how to stay true to yourself amidst all of the chaos. So to listen further, keep it locked right here. How are you feeling, first and foremost? Like, what is going th- going on in your mind? Like, how are you feeling about November 3rd? Um, And what is your voting plan? Let's start there. Well, I did an absentee ballot, so I already voted and sent it in. But it's kind of stressful because I've never had to vote via absentee ballot. I've always registered in Virginia where I went to college. And so um, it's a bit stressful because I don't know how this is going to end. But it's also very fearful as a Black woman. I'm just hearing the things that are being talked about and how we're being handled as a Black community as well. Um, but it's definitely, I mean, I'm hoping for the best. I'm going to call them next week and see if they receive my, my ballot and if it'll be, um, counted and which is what I'm really excited to hear. Great. That's, um, that's great to hear. Um, but also very scary to hear because of what we're going through. Um, you know, we have COVID on top of this fight for the soul of our democracy and, everything that America is supposed to stand for, very, um, very ironic. I want to talk about um, some of the self-care practices that people can take um, during these next, you know, few days up until November 3rd. I know that GLTV, which is get out the vote efforts are in full swing. What should they be doing to kind of ease any anxiety that they're having about the election? Because I've been in that you know, space during GOTP TV efforts and you really just throw everything else out the window um, and you're just focused on winning that campaign. So what would be your advice when people are going through this hustle and bustle of campaign season? I would definitely say just take a step back. That's like always what I do is like when I'm overwhelmed or I think about something, it's like take a step back and think about what is your position in this situation and what can you control, what can't you control? And I feel like when you really focus on that, you're able to assess like your stresses and things that you can actually do and things that are happening around you. Also like how big is this problem right now? Is it affecting me? Do I have time to think about it? Like how much time do I have to um, really harbor or think about or action this plan or the situation or this question or this problem that I'm really passionate about? Um, just thinking about the realistic things is important. I feel like we get so caught up in having the right answer or doing the best plan, doing the best solution that it's like, okay, well, what can I actually handle right now? Um, And I think America's tired. I think we're all trying to do what's best for us, but also for the community that we're not a part of, such as like people that are not Black that want to impact the Black community positively, it's like you can only do so much because everybody can only do so much. Like nobody can be our savior. You know what I mean? I think that's the problem is that sometimes people think Black people need a savior and we don't need a savior. We need you to understand that we're just like you and we also want things to work out for us. Um, So I think that's the one thing that people can really focus on. And like, you know, when you're offended, do more research. You know what I mean? Like, what do you know? 
what do you need to understand? What, why don't you understand the certain principle or amendment or things that are happening in your state? Um, just taking advantage of all the time and re resources that you have so you can make the best decision possible when working these campaigns, when voting, when deciding what's important to you. Yeah, and I'm so glad you talked about like really prioritizing what you can control because that's so important. I want to pivot for a moment and talk about like the historical perspective of voting, especially for Black people. Like voting has always been this like, I don't know, it's like tongue in cheek type of thing um, where, you know, people have been fighting for this right for so long. And, you know, there was at one point where we weren't even considered citizens to even vote in an election to fast forward to now, where we have all of this autonomy and we have the ability to vote. And I feel like people are so caught up and pressed on a perfect candidate that they're losing sight of what we can control now, right? Um, what is the power or the course of action that we can take now in an effort to not make the country perfect or not side with the perfect position, but progress toward a better nation? And so what would be your advice for those who are having that, that hard battle between, you know, voting and not voting because the candidate isn't perfect and how can they kind of find some solace in that and voting so how can they find you know that balance and solace in the chaos that's going on definitely yeah. i think it's so important um i've encountered some people who have strong opinions but are not voting and it's like to me you can't really have an opinion if you're not doing something about it because i do feel like all votes count i feel like what we're saying counts i feel like your opinion matters what you care about matters and deciding not to vote is just kind of like taking up space it's just like so why are you, why are you here because honestly i feel like if you want to vote you want to make a change you have a voice you have an opinion you've done your research you care enough and even if the candidate that you vote for doesn't win, or if you feel like the person that you voted for doesn't necessarily do all the things you wanted them to do, it's like you said, it's a stepping stone. Like if nobody can solve all the problems of America, nobody can turn it upside down and just be like, wow, this is such a great change. You know what I mean? And I think just being focused on what you're actually talking about in these debates and what the candidate is, why you really stand with a certain candidate. I think it's just knowing why you do what you do and also remembering that and standing in that and, you know, like even voting locally, like know why you're voting for this person, like care, care as much about the election that the presidential election that you do about the local and vice versa, because some people don't vote locally. And it's, it's, it's very important. It starts at home. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, no, there's no two perfect, amazing candidates that's going to vote for every single thing that you want, but like what is really pressing right now. And I think even just the way that people are carrying themselves is showing you what's important to them. And being in this, this pandemic has definitely just shown um, both candidates' stance or even just how America, like America's needs have become um, enlarged. They're just, it's more than, we right. need more than just somebody who's gonna say, this is not right. We need somebody who's gonna just do more than just say, I'm gonna make a change or I'm gonna hear what you're saying. I'm gonna make a, you know, I'm gonna help the black community. I'm gonna donate to HBCUs. I'm going to change, you know, fracking has been the, the topic of discussion for a while. Like, yeah. is that good or bad? Like, what, what do you really know about it? Yeah. You know, because we can say this person is this, this person is that, but like, what is important to you? 
and being recognized as an American. And I know as Black people, it's very hard because we are Americans, but we don't all feel like we're Americans. You know what I mean? Right. So just understand your position in that too, you know, because we don't really know our culture outside of being American because we were slaves. And then we now we live here and we created families and we went to school and we built careers here. And that's just what we are now. But like, when is it enough? Yeah, yeah. That's really good. That's really good. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because when you were talking, I couldn't help but think about there's like a quote that has surfaced around the internet and it's like African without memory, American without privilege. And I think that speaks to kind of this war that goes on with a lot of people because they're like, I don't know. I don't know what the battle. I mean, I know what the battle is. The internal battle is settling (laughs) <laughs> and I don't want people to think that by them participating in their civic duty or their civic responsibility um, that they're settling um, because, you know, the vote is like a, a promise for progress. It's not um, a fix all, but it is the most revolutionary tool right now. And once you vote, you then hold your elected officials accountable. And that's where our power comes from. We have the power as American citizens. It doesn't say we, the elected officials, it says we, the people for a reason, um, because we have that power. And so I guess my next question to you is like, um, with that, you know, with the whole uh, African without memory and American without privilege, how do you see people coming to terms with even that statement? in times like these when we have COVID and when our problems have just become so enlarged and we have a huge election coming up, like how can people kind of uh, get past that and kind of work toward um, being more productive and not sitting in, you know, some of the the thoughts that can be somber and uh, counterproductive? I feel like it's easy to be a woe is me kind of person, but that's not what we're here for. I feel like Black people, we just fight all the time. Like that's what we do because we just love ourselves and we want our community to be better and we know how great we can be and how valuable we are to America and other people and other communities. Um, I think it's just centering yourself. You know, sometimes it's great to have community and use that community, but sometimes you have to go back to like the uniqueness of you and what you bring to the table and what you bring to your friendships and your allyships and all these different things because we all want to win but it's always going to be somebody who's yeah but yeah but or no you know what I mean it's always (laughs) going to be somebody who's not going to be on your side so it's like if you're on your side it's going to be hard for you to care about who's not on your side because it's always going to be somebody who's with you and who wants to help you and who wants to help you understand as black Americans I just feel like we're just so tired right now. Like 2020 has been a lot, a, a big year, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not exhausted to the point where it's like, I'm done fighting. It's just like, I just wish you could see what I see and know what I know, you know what I mean? Right. And experience yeah. what I experience because we're great. And I feel like we're always doing those things, but it's like self-care comes in all aspects, all situations. And going back to the center sometimes is what you need and just, you know, like, go back to th- things that you enjoy you can't you can't tire yourself out with politics and what somebody said because even me like I'm not politically sound and I don't feel like I know as much as I should but even watching the vice presidential debate with Kamala and um, Mike Pence it was just very um, exhausting for me 
Um, and I missed the one with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, but I, it was just like, I'm trying to get offended and I'm also trying to see the change and I'm trying to listen for what's important and not what I want to hear. And um, I mean, sometimes you just got to take a break and sometimes you just got to listen and not be fully immersed in the negativity and what they want you to see and what they want you to know and like know for yourself like what you need to know for yourself if that makes sense no that makes perfect sense because we live in a 24-hour media cycle so it's very important to kind of detach yourself sometimes because you can become enthralled and so like what was your step by step process with that because like you said i know you're not politically sound i know that you're not immersed in this work every day so what was your research like how did you um refrain from getting frustrated and giving up and if you did how did you work through it definitely um so like i said i voted in virginia and you know like on the ballot it's like two amendments that you vote for and when i got it i'm like this is very wordy and i just need you to be upfront i'm like i'm so glad i have a college degree like even though it doesn't really matter like anybody can read it and understand but i was like i had to read it so many times just like what are they asking me to say and it's yes or no so i was sitting there like yeah. I think this is what I want. I'm like, no, let me think. Let me let me say it out loud, you know, a couple of times. And I did that and that definitely helped. But definitely researching like the fracking thing was a big deal. My grandmother even asked me, like, what is fracking? Is that good or bad? Like, let me I had to research that because like I said, I don't really know the terms. I don't really know. And they throw these terms out there as if the everyday American who is not involved in politics just knows what it is, right? Yes. And I definitely like had to compare the candidates and just definitely, I mean, respect is a big thing for me as a black woman. Like what you, like, I mean, I'm 22, I'm new in the industry. I have a job right out of college, all these different things. So it's like, what's actually important to me? Um, and what what rights do I care about that needs to be addressed now? You know what I mean? As a woman, I don't feel like abortion should be talked about during a, during a debate. I personally don't think about that. You know, I just, I believe in the separation between the two um men making decisions for us even as a small business owner as a professional like what do i really care about right. and so just diving deep into the things that really matter things that were brought up in the presidential um debate and even just the way that um how things are being run now with a um, with a republican candidate or president how that would change with Biden in office or keeping him in office and things that are happening now. And I know a lot of things have been said throughout the whole campaigning, all these different things, but definitely just researching like what's important to me and how I would be affected, not just like an overall scope because everything can't be addressed in four years, in my opinion, like everything's not gonna be changed in four years. What are you actually doing now? Right. Um, and taking that into consideration how it affects my life and people around me and my family as a black American, yes, I'm a citizen, but it's also yeah. like, let's be real. As an HBCU graduate, what have you done for my university? Right. And as one of the top five HBCU alum, like, you know what I mean? Like, what have you done for my college? Yeah. And, um, you know, and like I said, respect is a big thing. I've, I've felt real disrespected all 2020, saying people saying that they've done more for the black community than, than anybody else. It's like, I don't need a savior, like I said before, and just, it's like how do like how do you value my experience what are you doing for my experience and you know we don't have any black candidates so i don't expect them to understand completely um but definitely just like researching the topics and things that they're talking about in the um debates and after that following up with that and how i felt they if they answer the question if they didn't answer the question and going from there yeah so, it's definitely been hard because you have to you have to take everything with a grain of salt but it's like when you're doing your research like understand what's being said 
because things can get very wordy or it's like real political and you're like oh but the last discussion you said something else you know what i mean right 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 and honestly i hate to say it but that's what these amendments that's what these laws are supposed are like written for they're written in this jargon and in this language that makes it just very complicated to understand right off bat right it's not in layman's terms and in plain English. I know earlier in the conversation you were talking about how Black people just continue to fight and we're seeing that with these atrocious long lines for early voting. It's so sickening, uh, especially when people tout it as if it is something that is an accomplishment, right? Long lines in a democracy is not an accomplishment, it is voter suppression. Yes. <laughs> Hands down. Um, so this fight what what can what would you suggest as a an energizer or something to keep people um, motivated to stay in lines um, and vote honestly like i mean in anything that i do i think about my ancestors and i know that sounds really like cliche but honestly like i have a degree i have a great job like i i i think about my ancestors every time i make a decision every time i do something every time i have a thought and it's like I might not get this chance. And I think about Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. I know that sounds so cliche. I owe it to them because it's so many of us who are in jail, who have spent time in jail and who can no longer vote. And it's just like, but why? Because we spend so much time on social media. We spend so much time sleeping in, doing things that don't really matter all the time. And it's like, this is what we need right now. And no candidate, like, you know, politics is sometimes you know, a facade sometimes with lies or people aren't honest with their true intentions, but it's like, I believe that I can make a change. And like, just like you believe in going to give to the homeless and help at Second Harvest Food Bank and, you know, childcare centers and giving your time to the community, you need to give your time to vote. And it's like, it might take me 11 hours. I saw that um, a celebrity producer, he went to vote in Atlanta I think it was. And he was like, I said, line for 11 hours. They ordered pizza. We had drinks. I met some people like we conversed. And it's like, that is insane. Yeah. But it's like, one thing about black people, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm going to fade up. <laughs> right? I'm not going to be like in, fi- in line for five hours and be like, I'm actually going home now. Like, no, like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I-, I don't understand the population who doesn't decide to vote. I mean, that's on you, whatever. But I just feel like the answer is simple for me. Like, I think about my ancestors who didn't have the opportunity, who didn't have a say, who were doing things for white people and not for themselves. And that's just where my motivation comes from, honestly. Yeah, I always say that. But even having like your own personal goals or your why, like keeping them at the forefront of your mind. Like, why am I doing this? What What do I really care about? Healthcare, the environment, women's rights, human equality, you know, um, things when it comes to the prison system, like, what do you actually care about? Because we all care about a lot of those things that are being discussed, but like, it's always like one or two things that are like, this is really getting to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So keeping that in the front of your mind will definitely help you. Um, and just counting your blessings. Like we're, we're here, we're in this pandemic, like it's hard, but you doing that is really changing the trajectory of America and even black people because we're known to not show up sometimes. And it's like, no, I'm gonna show up for myself. Me and my best friend, we're gonna go and vote, me and my coworker, whatever. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that everybody's going to the polls early, especially 
And um, for the older community or even just like young college students who are registered to vote in their states who had to go home during the pandemic, I'm glad to see that they're putting in their ballots, so. Right. I always say that I will never relinquish my agency. <laughs> I will never, no one will ever get a chance to make me relinquish my agency. And I feel like voting is an, ex is an extension of agency for me. Um, and I'll never just freely give that up because it was, it, it took a fight and a struggle and it was so hard to obtain. So I just feel like it's very, uh, a privileged idea not to use it. Them uh, moving boxes, the little drop boxes, like you see extension cords being hidden and you see poll, wa poll watchers intimidating voters. It just feels very 1950-ish again. I was telling my dad earlier, I was like, this honestly might be the last chance I get to vote as a Black man because there are so many things on the line that I feel like we're just going to have to keep fighting for the rights that our ancestors fought for. And it's just going to be this, this cycle. So I agree with you wholeheartedly that you have to have your why at the forefront and you, it has to be a strong enough why for you. And you got you to gotta just follow it out. For sure. And even like self-care is not having conversations with people that you know are trying to gaslight you. Because I recently experienced that. And I'm like, I'm not doing this because I have made my decision and this is what it is. And, you know, it's like a person of color, a person that's not of color cannot tell me what somebody else has done for me and my HBCU right. or me and my community. And I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? And it's like, and aside from that, it's just like, we all have to be mature. We all have to love ourselves enough to be like, I'm not engaging after a certain period of time, after a certain time of day, after a certain day, I don't know what it is. You got to set boundaries because, you know, politics is everywhere in the news. Like I get so many things in the mail every day about politics or even just on my daily news about the president and what he's doing and what ha what happened to his wife and all this stuff. And it's like, I cannot be consumed and I have to take time for myself. Whether I agree with what's being said or not, it's like setting boundaries and knowing like sticking to those boundaries because sometimes we're like, okay, but I just need to know this part. It's like, no, I need to, I need a break because you work or you go to school or you interact with people yeah. all the time. And it's just yeah. like, it, it's very draining. And sometimes it's just so overwhelming that you don't even want to engage with other people that have different values than you, or even people that you that you are um, have similar interests in or agree with, it, it, it can become very overwhelming. So definitely setting, setting boundaries that are reasonable for you and realistic for you as well. But shout out to all of the poll workers, the campaign staff, the yes. everybody out here involved. Um, shout out to you all, please be well, please be easy. Um, Focus, like Ari said, on what you can control. And then after the election, rest. <laughs> because that's so important. Take some time, rest. Um, you probably can't go on a trip because of COVID, but take some time, rest. I don't know if you have any last words, Ari. Honestly, I've learned this recently. If you follow me on Instagram or anything like that, you've seen like deciding to have a good day really helps because we're not in a world where we're just gonna get what we want. Like it's not a perfect world. We're not always gonna have every single thing that we need or want from everyone in our lives. And I think just deciding to have a good day is like the, the introduction. 
and the the end of the movie honestly it's like no matter what happens in between i decided to have a good day like this person mm-hmm. might say the wrong thing you know friendships relationships jobs coworkers, people in your life neighbors they're going to say the wrong thing sometimes they don't know what they're saying consider the source like my grandmother says like consider who's saying it does it make sense do you expect this from this person if you do don't let it go but just don't get upset you know what i mean and we have to just stay strong on who we are, especially just being in this pandemic, being home. Like it's very hard because we're always impacted, but decide to have a good day um, and do your research like Jordan has said, and just really practice self-care when you can, like taking a break from work, stretching, going outside, like just different things can really help you um, stimulate your brain and even just take a break from, you know, talk to somebody, talk to somebody about nothing politics, nothing worldly, nothing pandemic wise, like, oh, what do you like to do? What's your favorite movie? You know, what do you like to cook? Like something that's going to get you out of this space. Because I, I can think back to six months ago, we were like in a frenzy about this pandemic and not leaving our house and only one person leaving to go to the grocery store. And now I can say for Florida, people have just been going out to the club. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, Anything that's an issue now, in three, six months, we're not going to be talking about it no more. I mean, we might be, but it's not going to be the biggest topic. You know what I'm saying? So just definitely, like, re- remembering that and loving on yourself. It's so important. That's really good. Decide to have a good day and decide to vote. <laughs> and we're going exactly. to end it there. <laughs> we got to end it there. So exactly. Mari is the host of Self Love Happy Hour podcast, an amazing self-care, self-love podcast specifically for Black women. She is my friend. Um, and I just thank you so much for having this conversation with me. So tell the people your socials and where they can find you and listen to your awesome podcast. Yes, definitely. So follow us on self-love happy hour on Instagram, also on all platforms. So um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor and any other platform that you have that has um, that has podcasts and also um, follow our link in our bio for our merch store. Um, if you want to follow me personally, Ari No Safari on Instagram and I'm so excited to connect with this community. Thanks Ari for joining me on today's episode. I definitely will be taking some of your hints and tips with me into next week as we prepare for election day or election week depending on how fast these votes are counted but of course we're always pushing for every vote to be counted if you enjoyed this episode please follow the podcast on instagram at poppin policies podcast to learn about what we're doing in the community as well as to keep tabs on new episodes as well as their air dates remember as we go into next week and beyond to do right Seek justice and defend the oppressed. See you next time on Poppin' Policies with R. Jordan Davis.